Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the first podcast of the Summertime Bit Boys. Uh, Hola! I'm, I'm here, uh, James, and uh, with me is uh, my friend Skagsgard, we'll say for now. Yeah, my name is Blake. You don't need to call me Skagsgard. That's confusing for most people. I'm not a Swedish pirate. Oi. Okay, so we are just like throwing this out there for the first uh, episode. So what we did was we were looking at random celebrity games and uh, Blake gave me a list and I gave him a short list and we kind of went off and played those and uh, I guess we're just going to start by going in about um, just our opinions on them and then how... How swell they are. Yeah, if that was kind of a weird thing. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Blake, first, because I'm really dying to know what you thought about Wu-Tang, Taste the Pain, or if you're American, Shaolin style. Uh, the game, first of all, when I first got to run, it was really slow. That's probably not the game's fault, more like the emulator. Anyways, when I got to finally run and it could work, uh, it felt like if Resident Evil was uh, a beat-em-up. <laughs> So when I try to go through the story mode, my very first thoughts were the the teacher, the sensei, whatever you want to call him. He looked like a geriatric version of Terry Crews. So I was kind of just like caught like laughing like, who the hell is this dude? His face is wrinkly as all hell. He looks like Terry Crews. They fucking wrap like a chain link. uh, Yeah, metal like chain link thing around his neck. He breaks through that shit because he's got the Wu-Tang style. (laughs) That Shaolin style, baby. And then the his brother, or no, his rival, I mean, Jesus, they made him look so stereotypical Asian. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyways, I start the game playing as Ariza. And when I'm trying to play the game, the first thing I noticed was these controls are like real wonky. I couldn't figure out how to do anything. You know, obviously I go in you doing the typical like straight fighter things, like quarter circles, half circles, I try holding things. Nothing's really working. And worst of all, it doesn't have, you know, a command list, which I guess I can kind of forgive, or I should say a move list. I can forgive, it's an older game. So then I have to go online and go download one, which, you know, is, is a wonderful feeling. Yeah. That sends me down to, like, GameFAQs or, like, IGN. Oh, worst of all, the biggest, the biggest thing I hated, every time I had to reset that game, I had to put in a parental lock password. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, how are you... Uh you doing with that to get that uh the the true experience uh the automatic fatalities got really boring after the second one yeah you can, uh, I think you can unlock four each eventually yeah when you do more shit so i played Although, most of it as rizza but i got kind of sick of it then yeah. i just went to practice mode trying to play everyone else to get a feel for everybody but Jesus, they have so many moves that you can do in the game. However, none of the moves feel really fluid or easy to do. You'll oh, have it's things like juggling. It's not. It's just horseshit. Like for example, you be you have to do like a quarter circle, then hit punch. Then you have to hit two other buttons simultaneously, and then another two buttons simultaneously. I'm like what the fuck kind of combo is this shit? I have to move my thumb all across like the gamepad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It was uh, not intuitive. Do you know it was like salvaged from a, a game that was basically finished? Was it? I'm not surprised. It's a game called Thrill Kill, which uh, if you look it up now, it is completely tamed by today's standards, but it just got kind of shelved because uh, it was basically the devil, according to the publisher. Who uh, I mean, I'm not... was 
Virgin Interactive? Well, they were known for such wonderful games. I can't even remember any of them off the top of my head. Oh, you mean like uh, Cool Spot? Oh, that was a good game, man. Come on, I Cool know. Spot. Everyone loved him. Um, uh, I anyways. have to also ask, Blake, uh, how do you feel about the way it refers to New York City in the subtitles at the bottom? I don't know if you caught it. What, the ghetto? It said something like America, Hong Kong, a.k.a. New York. Did it? I didn't. I guess I missed that. I fucking pissed my pants the first time I saw that because they were going so hard in on the whole fucking Chinese aesthetic. Well, you know that uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, they released a whole entire collection of old Chinese martial arts films onto DVD under the Wu-Tang Clan name. However, they retiled every single movie, but they are these original Chinese martial arts films that I guess were never released in America before. It's well, a huge collection. It's like, uh, I think like 10 DVDs. I can't remember, but um, who was it? Uh, James Rolfe of AVGN. He did like a little recap on that whole entire collection when he was doing uh, the rental reviews. So I watched that. I thought it was pretty interesting that they released it. It was like a pack of 10 DVDs. Because, uh, yeah, wasn't that a thing? Like a lot of people from that kind of area grew up watching like Hong Kong martial arts films, like the real old school cheesy ones. Some of those weren't cheesy. Some of those were really good. Some were cheesy, but some were excellent. But um, depends. Well, I don't know. I think they just had that background, at least most of them. You know, they also made that movie, too, the Wu-Tang Clan. I forget it's called, like, Golden Fist or some nonsense. Uh, I don't know too much about them. I had to look into it a little bit. I know that they've had a few other game appearances in, like, Def Jam and stuff like that. No, they had, like, their own, like, legitimate movie. I'm not sure if it started all the Wu-Tang Clan. I know that the Rizm made the music for it. I think Method Man acted in it, and maybe a few other people did. But when I was playing the game, it made me kind of remember that film that, you know, obviously I don't remember the title to anymore. Yeah. But, you know, like Ghostface Killer, for example, in the game, he had what metal around his arms and stuff. And there's a character in the movie who has golden arms, which kind of made me think like, ah, oh, I guess, you know, they took Ghostface Killer's design of the game and wanted to incorporate that into the movie. Yeah. That's kind of what I noticed. Uh, let's see. I mean, overall... It's a product of its time, for sure. I could see how it would be enjoyable back then. Hey, I had some, I had some fun mucking around with it with my friends. I guess the novelty was just it was four way. And, oh, it was four player. Uh, it was four player, like a four way brawler. And I guess the it came out obviously like you said it's a product of its era around like Mortal Kombat was doing big and people obviously found it hard to do fatalities so i guess the main draw of that was the fatality was just tied to whichever button you finished with yeah so there was some uh kind of i guess some minimal enjoyment from just being anyone can pull off a finisher instead of having to remember like a button inputs and the distance you need to be from the player so i guess it got some schlock value yeah, I can see that. The thing that made no sense to me is that randomly I'd kick people's heads off. And I'd be like, what What the hell? Like mid-fight is like oh, someone's yeah. head would come off. I was like, what the hell did I just do? Oh, yeah, they got live system. I completely yeah. forgot about that. And then the other thing, too, about the game that was really funky was, um, besides that one, like there were, I guess there's some type of super move in the game. However, I couldn't get any super move to work only once. 
did like Rizza do one thing where he's doing some like whirlwind, like some frat boy whirlwind attack with his swords. I was like, I have no idea how the hell I did that oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's some kind of overdrive move as well when your bar fills up or something. You like start yeah, you get orbs. Yeah, I was gonna say like navy motherfucking things. Yeah. So, so all in all, like if you're like basically rating it on kind of obviously it's aged poorly, but would you have like played it back in the day? Back in the day, yeah, I would probably play it. I don't know if I would enjoy it necessarily. Then again, I was able to enjoy Masters of Terracasi or whatever, that Star Wars oh, fighting game. And that was pretty god-awful. But I could enjoy it because you could play as a, was a Tusken Raider. His name was Whore, and that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Whore. Especially when you're like, what? I don't even remember. I was like, maybe, let's just say it was 10 years old. But whatever, you're playing a game, the game is like, Whore! You're like, yeah, I like this game. Yeah, I can see how people would get enjoyment from that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Also, your lightsaber was a wiffle ball bat. Anyways, so did you check out uh, Michael Jordan, Chaos in Windy City? That's a classic. It was the first one I looked at. And uh, I got to say, um, as I was playing through it, I was surprised by just how much effort was in it for a celebrity game. Yeah. Like, uh, you get those cool little comic books that you can scroll through that kind of tell the story. Uh, graphics pretty decent. I'm surprised there was a little bit of voice acting in it, and uh, I think the thing that impressed me the most was the dunking feature. Yeah, like uh, you throw the balls normally, and I was like, ah, oh, these are okay. Like they don't really feel like they do anything, but if you chuck them at the ground, they have like different effects. Yeah, and there's and, all different types of uh, was it basketballs or baseballs that you can get. Yeah, I did get a chuckle out of the baseballs. You understand why, right? Yeah, because he's a god-awful baseball player. Well, you know why he became a baseball player, right? Because his dad. He's, yeah, his dad wanted him to. I've seen Space Jam. Okay, good, good. <laughs> it's an but, American uh, classic. I do, again, like very much think it's uh, it's got some of that old-school like jank to it. Like uh, The inertia when you jump forwards is really hard to control. I fell off the same platform about six times. Yeah, floaty uh, controls, man. But, like, I know there are checkpoints in the levels, but it is very much one of those one-and-done ones where it's, like, 50% through the level, and if you die at any point during that, it's like, oh, well, tough luck. Back to the start you go. Yep. And then I had a little bit of trouble because, obviously, I had to go and look up the controls, like, figuring out how to switch keys. Oh, yeah. For the longest time, I thought whichever key I picked up was just the key i had because gold and silver are used for multiple doors yeah i think that's pretty dumb but you know it's an old school game they do dumb shit like that yeah so all in all like i said i was genuinely impressed by the effort that was put into it compared to some of the stuff that was around at the time yeah it's pretty good i mean if the controls weren't so floaty it'd be a lot better of a game yeah yeah but, uh, I thought it was pretty good that you could do things that even other games during that time period you couldn't do, such as you could jump off of a ladder, and instead of jumping off a ladder and falling straight down, you could actually legitimately jump, and you could shoot off of a ladder. Yeah. Um, a lot of... Go on. I was just going to say, my only gripe with the control system is uh, it has, obviously, different levels of terrain, and yeah. there's no kind of eight-way system in play. So sometimes I was just kind of standing there trying to 
slam dunk off the side onto an enemy, and that yeah. kind of slowed the game down a little bit. Well, yeah. Everyone wants AOA controls, but you know, few games ever did it. Only Super Castlevania did it really well back in the SNES era. And obviously Contra as well, but... Yeah. That kind of pioneered it, so... Yeah. But yeah, like, all in all, I would... Uh, I mean, I got through the first level, like the jail cells, but because of the amount of trial and error it took, I I don't... I think back in the day, yeah, I would have played it because I would have had the patience for that, but now I don't think I can play those kind of games anymore. Yeah. No, uh, I can feel that. I think Metroid is the furthest I'd go just because there's kind of progression in that, so it's not a, a hard game over. It's like a restart type thing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, all in all, pretty decent. Uh, did you play any of the other three that I mentioned, or did you have a hard time getting a hold of them? Of Hawk Clips, I wasn't able to get a hold of. I did play Jackie Chan Stunt Master, though. And I couldn't play uh, Def Jam, but I played Jackie Chan. Did okay. you try it? Uh, no, I couldn't get Jackie Chan. Uh, the ones that you <laughs> listed to me were... Uh, I played Chaos in Windy City... Uh, Moonwalker, and I refresh my memory on Bruce Lee. Okay. Well, Jackie Chan wasn't so bad. You really should at least watch the YouTube video on that because, oh my God, the design of the characters in that game are ridiculous. It's like Roblox, but designed for like PlayStation 1. So you look at Jackie Chan's face, it's literally just a rectangle. And they took yeah. like, a picture of his face and they just superimposed it onto that. And then because essentially it's like, uh, what is it like uh the bitmap or whatever what do they call it when you put it on top of any type of like polygonal object oh just a texture map yeah there you go it's like a texture map so basically due to that his face is kind of stretched out yeah i think i saw the best friends play it and he's like a it just looks like a burn victim basically basically yeah but it's pretty funny and overall that gameplay is kind of fun in like that really assy playstation kind of way like, However, in the design of like the loading screen, we see like it says loading. Oh God, it's so poorly designed. I mean, there's so many like god awful drawings in that game. I'm gonna bring it up now. Uh, Jackie Chan Stunt Master load screen. Just oh, the loading is bad. Oh Jesus! Just like a fucking like pair of buildings with uh like cartoony stamp loading screen on it yeah yeah <laughs> it looks like a mobile f it's like mobile phone art basically yeah from like probably 10 years ago i feel like someone just went to click clipart.com was like yeah that looks good <laughs> they just put it there and like fuck it yeah just looking at the models of him though it's giving me hardcore like his face is just giving me like vibes back to max Payne one as well yeah, but at least the game is kind of enjoyable, and it's like, you know, it's just yeah, a bunch so, of cheese. I don't it's good think, cheese. Uh, he wasn't expecting it to sell gangbusters. Yeah, it, but... It is what it is. It wasn't so bad. Anyway, going from a game that is playable to one that I personally think was pretty shit was, uh, I have no idea how I beat it when I was a kid, but the Bruce Lee story... That game, oh, man. input reads you like a son of a bitch. Yeah, that game is pretty fucking terrible. And it is I, one of those games that locks progress behind uh, difficulty settings. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I think I got to the stage with the two women with the bow staffs. Yeah, yeah. Same. And then I just could not fucking be bothered. Oh, it, it was just so annoying. And then he does those flips around people, and I was like, "What the fuck? I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to do something else." Yeah. And and there's just input lag constantly. Yeah, I mean, good things were like the there actually seemed to be some depth to the fighting. Like uh, there were some moves, and I know that if you get surrounded, he could do his little split kick and yeah, pushing up and down on a downed guy does his like chest breaker move, which was pretty cool. Yeah, but it just hides so much shit from you. The three way fights are just so cheap, and yeah, the AI just oh, it's fucking it's straight up like you punch them, and if they're halfway through an animation, it just whiffs. Yeah. I think it's part of that same era where everyone was renting games and I think a lot of publishers or developers didn't want you to just like rent a game, beat it within a weekend. So they just made it hard as fuck. There's tons of games that did that. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I never beat it because the final boss, you have to have the nunchuck power up ready because you have to choke him out to kill him. Yeah. And as a kid, I just, it didn't factor into me that that could work. So I just, I'd get to the final boss. I would keep punching him for like five minutes straight. And then he'd just wear me down and I'd die. And I had no idea what I was supposed to do. There's a lot of dumb games that did that. I mean, this is kind of off topic. Did did you ever play the original Jurassic Park game for Genesis? Is that the one where you could uh, be a dinosaur as well? Yeah, well, the original one, you could be either a raptor or a grant. We're talking about old, the first one. There's Rampage Edition, which is an updated version, which I would say is more like a sequel or a remake of it, but whatever. In the original version, when you get to the very, very end of the game, oh yeah, it's the, uh, what is it? The, oh God, the visitor center of Jurassic Park. And there's like the two raptors because, you know, you're right by where the skeletons are. Yeah. So, you know, I got to the very end of the game as Grant, and I used every single one of my weapons to kill those raptors, everything, and they wouldn't die. It was impossible to kill them, and I, I struggled on it for forever. And then it wasn't until I was older that I went online, someone said, like, oh, you just walk to the right. You just have to get hit by the raptor and walk to the right, and then you beat the game. And I was fucking furious. Yeah, I mean, I had the Amiga, and it was completely different. It was like a an isometric shooter yeah it's the same one they think they use for like snes and also like nes oh yeah because uh the snes had those first person bits didn't it yeah where you could use the mouse you wanted to or you could use the controller yeah i still think it was like a slightly different game because uh i think the dos one and the amiga one all took place in third person yeah the nes one did as well only the snes wanted to add in the first person shit as a gimmick ah okay I think it was to like say, say like, oh, look, we can do 3D. Haha. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit in that like that as well where you're being chased by the Triceratops and you yeah. have to drop berries to slow it down. Yeah, and then same, and- you get chased by the T-Rex as well later on. Yeah, it's... I don't know why. I must have had endless patience as a kid with those games because now I play them and I'm like, this is absolute bullshit. I don't have time for this. And there's no save system, right? Or did the Amiga have one? I think it was level by level, but I still think it was code-based. The one for SNES, if I remember correctly, had no codes. And it had yeah, there was no password and there was no save system. I feel pretty much 100% on that one. You had yeah. to do it in one run. 
I gave up after like 10 minutes in that game. I couldn't stand it. The Genesis one was so much more fun. Playing a Raptor was amazing. Yeah, I just, I don't get how as kids we had like, well, one, the skill level to like do that kind of stuff and two, the patience to kind of endure the cheap fucking bullshit. I think playing those games as a kid, you know, kind of get you ready for more difficult games later down the road, though. Yeah, but I just don't think games are as hard as they were back then, either because of better design or people expect more for their money now. And like you said, people aren't renting as much, so they're not just trying to make a broken game that you're not going to finish in 20 minutes. Uh, Yeah. Well, in terms of, like, difficulty, I agree. I think difficulty is a bit better now than it was before. I mean, I think the last jank-ass game that I played that I would say was broken by design, but it was it kind of went on to just be a hard thing, was uh, Demon Souls, the original Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Because they were just trying to figure that shit out, and some of those areas were just, like, it was absolute bullshit. It was broken. And then you can see that they just took that, and they fixed it up for Dark Souls. I see. So, I never got to play any of those, so. Yeah, uh, they're good, but they're definitely, like, for games for people who hate themselves. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, um, so back to the topic, did you play any of uh, Shaq Fu or Michael Jackson? Uh, I do not need to play Shaq Fu because I had that as well, and it is fucking garbage. <laughs> so Hey, I, I don't know, man. He had Mummy Warrior. Mummy Warrior is pretty cool. All I will say is, because I went into that game hearing how terrible it was, I I thought the animations were pretty decent. Yeah, animations were pretty good, and I thought the design was a lot better than what I was going to expect. I didn't play it till I was, I think, like high school, so I went in also feeling like, oh man, it's like one of those legendary shit games. Yeah, I, I think it's... I can see why it got the bad press, but I definitely don't think it's one of the worst offenders. No, because... I remember, how did I get into playing Shaq Fu? I think it was back when there was an online website that was trying to collect all the Shaq Fu's, Shaq Fu cartridges and bury them into like a giant pit somewhere in the US. Yeah, they were like, uh, they'd set up a website and they were dedicated to finding every copy of Shaq Fu and destroying it. Yeah, which is pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's not good, but it's not like the worst fucking game I've ever played in my life. It's, it's I played far those. worse those stupid things that people did like at that time era because i rem- do you remember uh, do you ever used to watch screwattack.com of course yeah like they found two copies of it at a retro expo and they set up a booth uh which was basically they went into the men's toilet and put the copies in the urinals and just yeah. like set up a stand to piss on shack <laughs> <laughs> So see like at least that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah but it's just that thing of it's like at that point people are just doing it because it's a bit most of them probably haven't played that game for any substantial amount of time yeah but moonwalker yeah i i i'd always seen that game but i'd never played it and i'm gonna say based on the stuff that was around at the time and the rules that had been set about like oh if you die you go back to the start of the level if there's no checkpoint this game was pretty fair I I actually like Moonwalker. I think it plays pretty good. Yeah. The music is excellent. Oh yeah. Uh, of course. My I would say okay. If I'm gonna shit on that game, my my biggest thing to shit on is the fact that the, there's infinite respawn of enemies. I think that's fucking annoying. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that in any game. 
off-screen spawning stuff. However, however, you know, Michael Jackson's a pretty controversial figure, but when you grab kids like, oh, he's grabbing his crotch in front of Michael. those kids. My God, Michael. that is fucking hilarious. I was going to say, one of the notes I got down for while I was playing this game is like, pretty fair for the time it was made because you carry on from the amount of kids you got like animation was so so amazing music some of the bosses are cheap and the last point i put is game is suspect as fuck oh god yeah because... what do you think about bubbles telling oh, you yeah. how to end the levels that's pretty good i thought it's pretty smart the only thing that i didn't like about that is like the music stops and he goes like who's bad and then the music just starts over again like from the first bit yeah but oh did you was, did you get the shooting star? I, I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing on the street level and the forest level because you're finding kids in the fucking boots of cars. Yeah. And, and so there's a bomb. Yeah, or going through bushes like a fucking dogger trying to find kids hiding in bushes. As you scream, "Oh!" Yeah, that game has not aged well in light of not even recent events but obviously events that occurred after that it just makes him look even more sketch well did you notice beginning of the game when he throws the money into the jukebox it's the same uh sound as a yeah. sonic yeah but it's the next question sonic. is did you get the shooting star no it fell in front of me but i know what happens when you get it robo michael jackson you destroy the world fucking ridiculous like Especially when, like, at the end of, I think it was the second stage, he turns into a fucking car and flies off. Yeah. Obviously, I I've mean, seen the movie, but it's absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe that that was a thing. It's so good. I think out of all the games we played, that that was by far, yeah, the most enjoyable. <laughs> like, I got the most yeah. lols out of it. I mean, and it, and it has solid, you know, controls. Solid yeah, controls. Uh, I would just say that the... The only thing that annoyed me because I don't like it when it happens is if you shoot while you're in the air and hold it down, he goes into like a static pose and there's no animation. So I just thought the animation was a little bit jank. But you could throw his magic in the air, his yeah. little pose when he does that, and it does like nothing. I just used to do it because that was great. It's like, oh, fairy dust. I do like the fact that if you hold down the button, each stage has like a different one of his famous dances as like a screen clearer. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like if you hold like down the magic around. button, yeah, it spins around, throws his hat, and then yeah, I now I know what you mean. Yeah, it was pretty good. I did enjoy that, and obviously, I didn't kind of mind dying and restarting because the music was so good. Yeah, you know, I really wish you ever played uh, Earthworm Jim two. I believe so. All right, so when you play Earthworm Jim two, at the end of each stage, you have a cow, and the oh, cows yeah, say yeah. like groovy. And then if you hit different buttons, they'll say either groovy or another type of word, or they'll say groovy in different type of pitches or tones. So, you know, when you have Michael at the beginning of the stage and he says something like, oh, God, I just want to hit buttons, have him just repeat shit over and over and over again. All he does is that, like, the load screen from that game has been memed so hard where it's like, ow! Yeah, but imagine you just hit buttons, it just keeps doing it for you. That'd be great. This reminds me of uh, Soul Calibur 2. Yeah. When you'd like just push a random button and they would say some kind of random dumb shit phrase to each other. Oh, that's true. Like, uh, <laughs> Mitsurugi's always used to make me laugh. He'd be like, come. Come. Come down. His like, his like fucking phrases when he'd win was always be like, don't cry. 
Yeah, because the voice acting was fucking god awful in those games. Oh man, if you're gonna speak about voice acting, that's just Resident Evil, mm. <laughs> Opus Magnum. Speaking of uh, Michael Jackson, though, you know about Michael Jackson Sonic, though, yeah? Yeah, he supposedly composed some songs for Sonic Three. Yeah, supposedly he composed a lot, but there was a big dispute, and then his name was stricken from it, like with lawsuits and stuff. And, you know, there's like some videos that delve deep into it, talking about how certain uh, stages have clear Michael Jackson influences, like, uh, was yeah, it the ice, ice the ice, yeah, ice, I think it was called Ice Cap Zone or whatever. And then that music was Carnival, good. Carnival Zone as well, I think. Yeah. Like said, had some. But, but Ice Cap Zone or whatever, the ice one was great. I love that music when you're like snowboarding down, it's like, deal, deal, deal. So good. It oh, yeah, definitely. Fire. I. Mean, I I didn't really care for Sonic, but I did enjoy the music. Like the soundtrack is just really good. Sonic Three had some of the best music on Genesis, at least when I was a kid. I loved it so much. I did. I did find out something to my friend's disappointment when uh, we went karaoke before the virus hit. Yeah. Uh, is that um, for some strange reason? Did you ever play the Dreamcast ones? Yeah, of course. So you know the like really famous one, like Escape the City. Yeah, from Adventure 2. Yeah, they have that at karaoke in full English. Wow. Well, so, did you find it under Sonic or what? Yeah, literally just, uh, I think it's either Sonic or you can just put Escape the City. Huh. You, you, you just type it in randomly or did your friend know? No, we would just like, we, were, we kept singing it uh, because, uh, when, why did I keep singing it? Oh, it was when I was playing Monster Hunter, like whenever you slide down a hill. It just reminded yeah. me of that, and I just keep singing into Discord like ding, 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 <laughs> and it just got stuck in my head. So we tried to look for it, and it was on there. And two of the guys that we were with like stood up and left because they refused to listen to us sing it. Yeah, I can imagine it get fucking annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's so good. What karaoke place was it? Oh man, I fucking don't remember. It was probably Big Echo or something. Okay. I think it was in, it was the one near Toho Cinema. Like, there's one near the Godzilla Cinema. Oh, you mean Shinjuku? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinjuks. Somewhere um, around there. I remember, was it, it wasn't big, I think it was Max Karaoke. Max Karaoke. Uh, yeah, I went there once, and one of my friends, she's from, you know, LA. She told me, and uh, my wife, that if you go to the kids section, some of the songs have different videos on it. And I think it was like the bear goes over the mountains or whatever. And it has this really creepy video of a bear following this, you know, red riding hood looking girl. And he's like sneaky behind uh, trees and staring at her. And she's just kind of laughing and smiling. And it's like the bear goes over the mountain. And like the bear is like creeping on this little girl. It's really fucking weird. Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, some some of the songs they got those videos and they're pretty good. You know, man, it's Japan. It's like following children around. It's like second nature. I suppose so. You got to get that panty shot, man. But I do enjoy all the stock stuff. Like, uh, do you know who the Goo Goo Dolls are? Of course. Like uh, that song, um, I Irene or something. Iris, wasn't it? Iris. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When that's playing, there's just a guy, uh, like the most white guy you've ever seen with like curly blonde hair just like lifting weights at the gym for some reason 
<laughs> it is so fucking mismatched. They have a bunch like that. I think like the All Star one also has like some really weird imagery, and another one by Goldfinger as well. Like Superman, I think has like some guy who got broken up with his girlfriend. Yeah, it's. I think they just have like ten, and they just go around on repeat because it's usually just stock footage. Unless it's some Japanese songs, they'll throw out some music videos for that or Disney. Speaking of weird shit, do you you remember that uh, Angry Video Game Nerd episode of Hong Kong '97? Of course. There's a. Do you know Nexpo on YouTube? Yeah, I'm a I'm a subscriber. Did you watch his most recent one? Game over? No, not yet. Yeah, it's about the dead body on the game over screen of Hong Kong '97. Oh, that's a good topic. Yeah, it uh, obviously I won't like spoil the chase for it and everything, but it does turn out to be like from something real. Yeah, I figured as much. Based on. Like, it's crazy the like that game was dog shit and the guy who made it the japanese dude was he was just basically making a troll yeah and his reasoning was he just took that because he wanted to make the most like offensive to play game that you could so that people wouldn't want to play it and he wishes people would just shut the fuck up about it now <laughs> and he's kind of got uh james rolf to blame for that because it was relatively unknown until he uh brought it up so the who found him exactly? Like, how did they find out the guy who published it? Oh, um, I think that one's pretty general knowledge. But finding out like the bit about the dead body was some guy. Well, that finding, one. Well, that yeah, one I can figure out. But I mean, like the guy who made the game, because I mean, there was no publisher. That was all like, you know, independently done. I don't know if he put his name on it, but it's like they had no problem finding him. Apparently, huh? Like, um, I don't know. I'll just, like, quickly pull it up, see if it comes up with it. It's like, Hong Kong. Whoops, not Hong Kong. <laughs> I put Honk Kong. Honk Kong? <laughs> Adorable. Uh, it's Hong Kong 97 creator. And the song was good. No, that, nah, nah, I nah, love nah, Beijing. Nah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, Yoshihisa Kurosawa. Has he done anything else? <laughs> Any other memorable things we should know about? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was like his only claim to fame. Let's just Google his name. Um, he probably made Echo the Dolphin. No, it's literally like that's it. Oh, he should have made Echo the Dolphin. The second thing that comes up when you search his name is Hong Kong 97. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was basically it. I do like the fact that it's Bruce Lee's, like, cousin or something, Chin, it, and it's just a picture of Jackie Chan. Yeah. God. Oh, his, like, nickname is Kowloon Kurosawa. Oh. No idea why. Probably because of Kowloon City. Probably. But it was like such a like propaganda type game because it's something like, oh, you have to kill 1.8 million of those filthy reds. Yeah, and you kill off with a Chairman Mao immediately. Yeah, it's, oh man, those kind of games mm. are pretty good. Uh, have you ever played a game called, oh, uh, what is it? Lisa Suffering or something. Uh, Lisa, the painful game. I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. I, I played it um, last year, 
one of the bits that is obviously like earthbound inspired but yeah. one of the bits that gets me is there's this really long ladder that takes about five minutes to climb up so you just keep climbing it because you think there's going to be a good weapon at the top uh-huh. you, you get to the top and it's literally a statue of a middle finger <sighs> and then it makes you climb all the way back down <sighs> if you jump you die that's pretty annoying. It's <laughs> pretty good. And uh, there's one character who I think you'd get along with. His uh, abilities, because obviously the world's ended. Yeah. He, dr- he draws lewd magazines. Excellent. Uh, he so. can distract enemies by drawing, like, really poorly drawn porn and showing it to them. Ha. Huh. What kind of, like, graphics is it exactly? It's like a NES, uh, SNES. Oh, okay. It's like 16-bit. Oh, I see. But it was. I really enjoyed it. I I went into it thinking, oh, this is gonna be like a fad type thing, but it's actually really well made, and the music's really good as well. Who's it done by? Um, It was made using the RPG Maker (laughs) developers, Dingling Dingling Productions. Excellent. I used RPG Maker back when I was a kid. Was oh, it RPG yeah. Maker 95 or something? Yeah, same. Me and my friend back in England used to make games all the fucking time, and they were awful. Yeah, I don't think any of mine were good, but it, it was pretty cool, RPG Maker. Yeah, it was good fun. It's like one of those things where the more you knew about it, the more you got out of it. Yeah. You could make, like, decent games out of it. Yeah, but there were there's, there's some pretty good stuff that's come out of it. Like uh, it links some of the other ones when you search it. Like um, Our Oni was a decent one, mm-hmm. and um, there's another one that everyone always goes on about. I can't remember the name of it. So was it walking around? Oh, Yume Nikki. Oh, okay. That was like wasn't Kanye Quest based on RPG Maker too? Oh shit! There was uh, Kanye Quest, and there was another one. It was about um, a basketball player. I don't know if I remember that one. Uh, what was what Kobe? Something about Kobe? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it was. They. It was. Uh, that was it. They made Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden. Jesus. <laughs> it was amazing. You it know, Kanye amazing. Quest had a cult. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a big thing around it, and they like only just recently have been solving the mystery or something. Yeah, but everything about it's like now dead. You can't, do, you can't actually do much with it. You just kind of read a bit more about it, and then it it ends because no one discovered it in time. But yeah, the uh, Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden. Let me just read you a little excerpt from the plot. Uh, the game starts off in 2041, 12 years prior to the main game in post-cyberpocalyptic Neo-New York. Charles Barkley performs a powerful chaos dunk at a basketball game, inadvertently killing most of the people in attendance. As a result, basketball is outlawed and many basketball players are hunted down and killed by the b-ball removal department led by Michael Jordan. (laughs) Why is he killing people? (laughs) Because apparently the chaos dunk is so powerful that it kills people. Oh, Charles Barkley. I know, right? It's amazing. Jeez. It's like full house tournament fighter. 
You know about that, right? That is that is not a thing. Yes, it is. It was made with Mugen. Oh shit! You ain't lying. Yeah, there's also what is it? Uh, the serial. There's a serial fighter too. Match. It was like serial the Millennium or something like that. I forget. Look up that one. Mugen serial fighter. I think it's like Kellogg's versus something. Serial uh, box. The Mugen archive. Something. Not sure. Something something serial box something. Oh, okay, I, I can't remember, but it, it had like Kellogg's versus something, Serial the Millennia or whatever, based on the, uh, was it, S- yeah, was it Capcom versus Cap- Capcom? Yeah, SNK versus Capcom Millennium Fighter. Yeah. That was another one, but Full House Tournament Fighter, pretty good. So was the Serial one. I used to play a bunch of Mugen Fighters back in the day. Yeah, I could never, like, my friend used to be super into it, but I could never get the characters to work, like, importing extra characters. You had to use DOS. If you knew how to use DOS, you could get it to work. That was the thing. Somebody made that sick-ass, like, fucking Sadako character. I don't know if I ever played that one. Like, somebody made, like, three characters, and the artwork and the animation for them was insane. Like, if you get a chance to go look it up. After you're done, like Sadako Yam, uh, Yamamura. Yeah. Like the, it's From Ring, insane. yeah? Yeah. It's insane the amount of detail they put into it. It's just crazy. Basically, all I did with Mugen was I just made my version of Capcom versus SNK2. I just took different characters who I thought should be in the game. And then instead of using a bunch of different systems, I said, fuck, I can make it the system I like and stick with that. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I did I did that. <laughs> That's about the extent of my skills with Mugen. But it was good. I liked Mugen. It was pretty fun. Oh, this is she's called Ella or something. Like, but I can't. But Mugen's dead, or do people still make shit for it? Um well I still watch Salty Bet on Twitch. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that's like something that gets updated but it's just like a near 24 hour stream of just like uh the ai fighting against itself and people place bets on it using salty bucks and this is using mugen yeah huh. it's, it's basically just mugen but like uh on bots huh it's interesting yeah this guy made like three characters i think and the animations for them are like pretty insane yeah so it's just like crazy the the amount of shit that people come up with when they're creative hmm. so yeah i think that's basically like coming to the end of this naturally because we're just rambling now yeah there's not much else to say at this point because we're now talking about old shit like mugen and rpg maker yeah, so maybe that's something to look in for a future episode, but I guess like that's a pretty good stopping point since uh, we both played some new games. We shared some comments about the uh, kind of trash that we used to play as kids. Yeah, you're making it awkward talking about all this sadness and goodbyes. So yeah, I guess we will end it there for this time and we'll see you all next week. Peace out. Sayonara. Bye-bye. Well, I'm making